This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Blog Talk Radio. I, I always, this is Michael. Good afternoon. I always have to hold my breath for a second because I just wait for that, the, the, the Autobot introduction to get done. This is Michael. We're going to do another show in our series of episodes on drive-through about bloggers on the Sherm 18 blog squad. Our guest today is Josh Rock. Hey, Josh, welcome to drive-through. Let me get this uh, blurb out of the way for our sponsor, and then we'll, uh, sure. we'll let you do an intro. Sound good? Sounds good, man. All right, cool. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Clear Company, a complete talent management system that unifies recruiting, onboarding, performance management, and goal tracking into one award-winning solution. Learn how you can hire more A players with Clear Company. Visit clearcompany.com for product information. We appreciate the Clear Company sponsorship of the show over the, the next uh, next 10 shows or so. And, uh, Josh, uh, it's good to have you on DriveThru. I know it's not your first time, so welcome back. Uh, for our <laughs> listeners, introduce, introduce yourself. For those that know you, uh, reintroduce yourself. And for those that may not, uh, tell, tell us about Josh Rock and what you're up to these days. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm uh, currently a sourcing strategy specialist here at Fairview Health Services uh, in Minneapolis. Uh, we're a healthcare company. Uh, we do 11 hospitals, 56 clinics around the Twin Cities metro area. Um, we have some other entities within the organization as well, but uh, I not only uh, do full cycle recruiting, I also consult with our, uh, our new sourcing team on the way that we uh, find and engage talent to fill the openings that we have. Um, I currently sit on uh, uh, finishing up my time on the Minnesota Sherm State Board as College Relations Director. I've um, been involved with them for a number of years, um, doing the National Sherm Conferences, local state um, conferences as well. I'm also um, one of the uh, few uh, board members uh, on the Recruiters Network. We run a uh, group of recruiter conferences across the country. Uh, namely, the one I do the most with is obviously Minnesota Recruiters right here in the Twin Cities area where we do uh, two annual events um, geared to uh, tool recruiters with uh, great advice and teachings to help them uh, improve their performance uh, in their profession. So a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I, I, think, I, I think I knew some of that, but I don't know that I knew all of that. Um, This will probably be a a really basic question for you, Josh, but um, sourcing versus recruiting, right? Um, You know, you're talking about having a new sourcing team. So can you you define those two things, you know, briefly and and talk about the difference and how it works, like in your organization, how you're putting that to work for for people who may not do sourcing in their organization, which I don't don't know. I still think there are a lot that don't. Definitely. You know, our, our recruiters are, are um, you know, in some cases doing uh, very deviations of the whole recruiting process. Um, some are, are taking uh, the strategy component and helping the, the managers get the, the, um, the people in place to do the roles. Uh, in, in our case, uh, oftentimes it's uh, predominantly care for patients. Um, and then the sourcing team helps build pipelines of talent. 
So they're going to work with um, the, the main players in the world, the Indeeds, the LinkedIn's, the Glassdoors, um, other specialty sites, et cetera, um, to engage candidates in the openings that we have or upcoming opportunities that we're going to have. Um, and then once they're engaged, um, they may help them with um, some elements of the weeding process, but oftentimes it's just to build a, t uh, a pipeline for the recruiters to go in and pull the most um, uh, top talent, you know, the, uh, the top candidates for those roles and bring them into the processes for the positions that they have open at that time. Um, so it's really uh, kind of a collaboration of, um, you know, one team, you know, setting up the, the candidates, um, bringing them in, and then the recruiters putting them through and, and putting the right people into place um, so we deliver the best care possible to the patients and families that come into our buildings. Yeah, and, and with the people who do sourcing, and I mean, I know a lot of them. Uh, like, mm -hmm. they have to be, they have to be, they have to be pretty uh, creative and they, a little bit tech tech savvy, at least when it comes to like, as you said, using LinkedIn and Indeed and the bully, the bullion search and stuff. So it's not really like a lot of. Uh, they, I mean, they're talking to people, but they're 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 doing it sort of in a different way than I would have done it when I was just a generalist trying to hire hourly employees, right? Calling them up on yep. the phone and then inviting them in for an interview. This is this is a quite there's there's a there's a, a big a big search. Well, there's a lot of work at the front end before they ever really wind up talking to somebody. Is the impression I have, although I've never done yep. actual sourcing. Is that is that true? Yeah. They they kind of yeah. So that anyway, I know we didn't say we were going to talk about that, but since you brought no, it can. up, definitely. I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah it, I uh, I there's like a whole school uh, or a whole uh, subset of of the recruiting world or talent acquisition where people specialize in sourcing and I, I guess what like what makes a good sourcer? What are the traits? Um, obviously somebody who's nimble and creative because again, um, sourcing is really pulling people who aren't looking to look. Um, so they're going in and they're, they're finding people who have a myriad of talents. They're looking for the purple squirrels. If you, if you, you know, yeah. kind of pull in the, the Shannon Pritchett's of the world, you know, that's her big thing with uh, source con with Steve Levy is that they, uh, they talk about the purple squirrel, you know, squirrel looking for that, that hidden talent, that gem that can really set off a position for an organization. Um, that's what our sourcers, you know, look for when, when we need a, um, nursing supervisor or manager for an uh, emergency department that needs to have, you know, five to ten years of experience working with a particular software or a particular subset of patients, the sourcing team here will put those, those words together in a Boolean string or um, whatever to pull those, those names out of, you know, the populations of people across the country and across the globe, um, but then that find their contact info and reach out to them about an opportunity. Uh, or provide that information to me as the recruiter to reach out to them about the opportunity. Um, and so that's really where they take that, that nuance, that specialty, um, and really excel at it. Um, sourcers can make um, pretty good money. Um, they used to, you know, look at some organizations, looked at the sourcers underneath recruiters. And more often mm -hmm. than not, they're actually above the recruiters um, because it is such a niche and it is such a specialty and they have to do it so well and so eloquent. Um, you know, it's it is a it is a, a give it is a talent. It is really a specialized position position, and they do well in it. Yeah, and and like, and so you're doing this inside a healthcare environment, and I'm not working mm -hmm. healthcare. Is is healthcare in general a more? I mean, so everybody's everybody's got 
talent pipeline issues right now because everybody's working, mm -hmm. right? Everybody who wants to work. I, know, I was going to ask you about this in, in relation to job hunt chat, but we'll, 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 we'll swing there. So, so like in this tight labor market, you know, does, does, uh, does having a sourcing through give you a competitive advantage or, I mean, is it, I mean, because everybody's looking at in, in the same, and in, in healthcare, it seems like, because they have to have the, 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 the specialized skills and credentials, it seems like it would be yep. even harder to find people. Yeah. So, like, wh what are you seeing in that environment, I guess, in the healthcare environment it, from a recruiting standpoint? Is it, is it just so hard and constant fighting, or is there some magical... Um, it can be. Uh, it can, can be. Um, you know, you look at, uh, you know, here in Minneapolis, we had a pretty competitive healthcare market. There's a lot of uh, number of players yep. uh, in the pool, and... Uh, you know, a lot of trading of talent back and forth. And so uh, I laugh because I, I took my mom to a, one of my competitors uh, recently, and uh, um, she knows what I do. And she said, you know, are, are you safe going into this building? Is there a wanted poster for you uh, for taking all the people? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I appreciate the, the love, Mom. But, um, you, know, it, it, you know, you can go in and you can do a variety of things. It, it, oftentimes for, my, for our sourcers, and uh, it's looking at uh, – where can I find a list of people or what group can I infiltrate um, to find those folks? And so it is a lot of uh, infighting for the same resources. I mean, there's only so many nurses and only so many radiology techs um, that are, you know, experienced enough for certain things or um, can fit with what a leader is looking for. And so um, there is, it's, it's whining and dining somebody to leave an organization to come to, to Fairview um, for that particular role. Um, you know, so it does take some, some, not only some uh, tech savvy to do that, but then also uh, some suave, you know, uh, moves to get them to, to leave whatever they may be doing that's comfortable. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a dance, it's a navigation. Yeah, I, I it, it just it, it's yeah it's it's probably a you know it's probably a better it's probably a topic that deserves a better discussion someday than here because we got 30 minutes to cover a bunch of stuff. So um, so job hunt job hunt chat, not job hunt, mm -hmm. although that might be cool, too. Um, <laughs> you, you've, done, you've, you've done that. That's, that's one of uh, – I was talking yesterday. I did a show with um, Brian Wimpin. Brian in, interviewed me uh, and came back and drive through yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Cinco de Wimpin. And so that was fun. We, we did a show yesterday where we were talking about kind of like how this was one of the first HR podcasts. You know, and, and he started it. He's like, it started in 2010, and I'm like, oh my god, this show is eight yep. years old, right? So, yeah, yep. there, there's a proliferation of podcasts. You know, a lot of HR people have gotten into them and are doing much slicker shows than than I am. But it's it's interesting to me to kind of so we, we he and I talked about that yesterday. But same thing with with same thing seems to me with Twitter chats. They've been around forever, and some are mm -hmm. some are new, and some are a little bit more of elder statesmen. And I. I have not participated in job hunt chat on a regular basis, but it's been around for a while, right? Yeah, we've been around uh, about, uh, I think, eight or nine years now. Um, I started with the group as a contributor. I was working for uh, JobDig and LinkUp, a uh, job search marketing company, um, you know, here in the base of the Twin Cities um, back in 03. I started, I didn't have money to, you know, market a lot. I had to go guerrilla warfare style a lot. And so one of the things that I found was this job hunt chat uh, run by at Corn on the Job, uh, also known as Rich DiMatteo out of Philly, and uh, yep. would jump in and, and talk to candidates about um, what recruiters and companies were saying, because that's what I was hearing the most of, um, doing their advertising, but then provide them the resources for opportunities in their marketplaces. Um, 
And uh, after Rich's company, um, uh, Bad Rhino, took off, uh, he took a step back and asked me to take the, the wheel of Job Hunt Chat, and we've been doing it ever since. Um, we've changed some moderators. Um, some of our good friends in the HR space, um, you'd recognize Mary Faulkner, who's uh, currently on her nice yep. two-week vacation in Europe. Um, she is yep. a co-moderator. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Novak out of uh, Tampa area, um, she's on there with yep. us. Um, yep, Barb Buckner out of Chicago. Um, and then we got uh, Tim up in uh, Canada, up in Toronto, um, Tim Baker. So we've got a good crew of us on here um, that are uh, moderating each week. It's um, If uh, HR folks want to join in and talk and provide job-seeking advice, it's Monday nights, uh, 8 o'clock uh, Central Time, so that's 9 uh, p. Eastern, uh, 7 Mountain, 6 uh, Pacific. If you want to join on, it's Monday nights, I said, tw on Twitter. Just job hunt chat. You'll find uh, us going through that. Um, but what we do is we um, interact with candidates. We provide a moderated set of questions and uh, have candidates and recruiters engage back and forth in dialogue about advice and how to navigate through the process. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's a staple. You see a lot of some, of the, some of the same personalities that dedicate themselves to joining us each week and some new voices every other week or so. Um, but it's something that we've been doing just to give back. Uh, and it's been fun. I enjoy it. My wife's usually sitting down on a chair next to me watching whatever TV program's on, and I'm hacking away at my computer, uh, you know, spurring dialogue between the groups. Yeah, so it's, so, so it's funny because Richie, I forgot, I had to, and I remember, I, Brad Rhino is more of a social, I think more of a social media company these days, right? Or, yep. uh, uh, I, anyway, yeah, I, I, I hadn't even thought of it. I didn't realize he started that, and I haven't seen him in, in probably, the, uh, I don't know, a, a good seven or eight years. So that's, that's like a kind of a blast from the past. I remember when he was very active, the corn on the job, and <laughs> that was a great handle back in the, the old Twitter days. Uh, yep. So yeah, cool. Uh, so um, and and so uh, so to other Twitter chats, um, sure. And this kind of we'll, we'll jump back and forth. But there, like, if you're talking about Twitter chats, there's a, there's a few really good ones out there. But Sherm does one every week on Wednesday afternoons at 3 p.m. Eastern time called Next Chat. So it's hashtag yep. NEXT Chat. And that's that's uh, that's run by Mary Kaler, and, and then often has Andrew Morton and others from Sherman there, and they'll talk about different topics that are are very specific topics, that, and usually with a, a guest uh, moderator um, that are of interest to the HR generalist. So, and they've done a few shows around the the Sherm 18 hashtag for the for the national show, and they had a couple of shows where the bloggers appeared and. I was on one and didn't make the other. I'm sure you were on there as well at one some yep, point, Josh, yep. since you're on the yep. blog squad. Um, so, so, but I guess Twitter chats for for someone who, who you know, because there's still a lot of people, especially in the HR profession, who don't like Twitter. Um, can you just kind of like highlight? I, I know you talked about what what uh, job hunt chat is, but just just give us a quick. Why would you jump on a Twitter chat and like how how can someone who's never done it before find value there? You know, it's actually really simple. Um, how I got into it years ago um, was just I created an account. I just sat back and lurked, you know, sat back and watched everybody else go back and forth on things. Um, one of the guys that I, that you know, really uh, kind of sprung off it for was Jay Coons. Jay was a client mm -hmm. of mine years ago um, back when he was at uh, All Children's Hospital down in Tampa. He's now a consultant. Mm -hmm. um, but I kind of uh, started, off of with him, started off with him. And um, somebody I respected and, and, you know, kind of found my voice um, later on. But that's a great way to start is you don't have to, you know, contribute, but you can just sit there and listen by reading what other professionals uh, in the space are talking about. Um, 
you know, find one that does or, or look for a, a next chat from Sherm uh, or a job hunt chat from my group or whatever, whatever, you know, your interest is. Look at that hashtag we see everywhere now, um, but it was kind of a novelty when we first started, um, and, and find that, that audience and, and just sit there and absorb. And then when you find something that's compelling to you to respond, then jump in and, and contribute. Um, but oftentimes you'll find a, a specific topic um, that's related to an interest of yours where you can either, you know, gravitate towards something that's, that you want to add to or just absorb what others are providing insights on. Um, depends on what you're looking for. But that's a great way to get into it. You know, Twitter is a, it's a fantastic avenue, but it's not for everybody. Not everybody wants to do it. Um, I would say if you're going to dabble into it, I'd, you know, grab a, a tweet deck or a hoot suite just to keep things organized. Um, and if anybody has questions about how to set that up, they can drop me a line here after this, and I'd be happy to show them how I do it. Um, but you can, uh, there's a ways to weed through the noise and get to a specific frame of content. And that makes it a lot easier. Yep. Yeah, it, it totally does. This, this, and if you're listening to this podcast, you know one might assume that because you're cool enough to listen to a podcast, even mine, you, that you you're, you're cool enough to be on Twitter. But I I, I know for a fact <laughs> that my boss was oh boss listens and he doesn't do Twitter very much. So um, the, we, I, was, I was reminiscing with Ben Eubanks and some others over these shows about the old days at Sherm National when they first started the blog squad back with Curtis Midkiff mm-hmm. and how a lot of our work there and at HR Florida was basically showing people how to set up Twitter accounts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> literally helping them, okay, here, let me, let me just log in for you. Here's your password. Go have, try to have fun. So it, it's the, the, the knowledge base is a lot deeper, and I, I know the user adoption is, you know, in the HR community is a lot deeper, but there's still people who don't, uh, don't get it. And you're right, it's not for everyone. So, all right, so Job Hunt Chat and, and your job. We'll get into SHRM a little bit more uh, next chat. Yeah. I've got the pitch in for already. So let's talk uh, another hashtag that I don't know if you created, but I know that we both adopted it, and that's the hashtag HR Puckheads. Uh, it's yes. NHL Prime. And, yeah, so I did, a, I did a show with a few Puckheads a, a year or two ago, and that, that, that I, we had had fun. I don't know if anybody else ever listened to it. So. Uh, my lightning and Jay Coons. You mentioned Jay Jay Coons lightning crapped out. Didn't couldn't get past the the, the OV and the uh, the Washington Caps. So I'm not as I'm not as glued to the TV set as I was. But it's so far the finals have been pretty good. Uh, pretty good show, I think. How about you? Yeah, they've been fantastic. I mean, now granted, my wild ducked out quite early in the pro- in the playoffs. But um, you know, the one thing that I've been lucky to do is I've been able to um, make connections with. Uh, guys who, you know, were with my alma mater, the UMD Bulldogs, and now are on various NHL teams. And so I can watch a variety of different players on these other franchises mm-hmm. and uh, still have, have a tie-in. Um, and it's, it's got even better with uh, having my two boys, my nine-year-old and my six-year-old, because they've gotten to enjoy the sport uh, as much as I do, um, but have a deeper connection with these former college athletes that are now on the pro teams and have something to aspire to. Um, and so it, it used to be just me as a fan, you know, um, but now it's it's gotten deeper with my boys um, being as connected to the game as they are. Um, from uh, Dominic Toninato with the uh, Colorado Aval- Avalanche to Alex Iafalo, who made the playoffs with the Kings, uh, Joey Anderson, who won the national championship with UMD this year, uh, who uh, vacated his two more years of uh, college uh, eligibility to sign with the Devils, who are also a, p- a playoff-level team. Um, it's cool that they've been able to make connections with these players um, 
as kids, but now watch them on the highest stage. Um, you're looking at this year uh, alone in the in the Stanley Cup Finals, you've got Matt Niskanen uh, from Virginia, Minnesota, where I'm uh, up from, the Iron Range of Minnesota, played for UMD and is now playing at the highest level. You've got uh, um, um, TJ Oshie, played for North Dakota, also Minnesota. The Lightning. Um, playing, yeah, playing on uh, oh, Captain guy. America back in the day. <laughs> uh, playing with the uh, the Caps as well. Um, then you go to uh, to Vegas and you've got Eric Hola, a gopher, um, playing with them. And then uh, Nate Schmidt, a uh, St. Cloud Cathedral kid, right in my right in my neighborhood, um, playing with uh, Vegas as well. So. Uh, either way, whoever wins, I've got a connection somewhere to these teams, and my boys uh, get to enjoy it as well. And hopefully, you know, if Vegas pulls it out, Schmitty brings the cup back to St. Cloud and we get to see it. Um, or, uh, you know, if uh, Caps win Niskanen brings it to uh, the Iron Range, we can go up there and see it. So it's it's pretty cool to have those uh, those connections. You can, you, can, you can see it either way. And for those many people who might listen to this podcast and don't follow hockey, one of the traditions of the Stanley Cup, the award that the, the NHL – season champion gets is each player gets to take the cup for a day and hang around with it. People have taken it in their swimming pools and ate cherry pie out of it. And I can't even begin to imagine what all they've done, but it's like one of the, it's what it's, I don't know. It's It's one of the the strangest and coolest tradition. Yeah. Tradition of the cup. And, 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 uh, and it's awesome. Uh, You know, Josh, it's funny. Like I don't have present connection into the, into the, into the league now. Right. But when I was a kid, playing in, in many years ago, like decades ago, uh, I grew up in the Detroit area and I, I, I got, I knew and got a chance to see, meet Mark and Marty Howe and Gordy Howe, who was still, you know, mm-hmm. still, he played almost as long as I've lived, it seems, got a chance to hang out with them. And, and, you know, it was like, it was sort of like, and on the one hand, like visiting God, because I mean, for me as a 13 year old, Gordy Howe's house, you know, was, but but the other side of it is, and I, 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 I there's a question here. Um, those yep. you know the, 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 the they were normal people, right? I mean, and they weren't yeah. the rich, super rich athletes that we are today. But I have always found that hockey players, um, not to say other team, other sports at professional athletes aren't, but most hockey players are really down to earth and 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 people and likable people in general. And it sounds like you have like that same range even with your family. Uh, running through the experience, you, you find that the same quality still in people that are playing, even with the money definitely. that's thrown around these days. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, cool. some of the, some of the guys that I mentioned earlier, um, you know, my boys have you know got to make a connection with during their college days, and now that they're in the pros, they still make time for this stuff. Uh, Dominic Toninato with the Avs, um, you know, he's only been with the team now. I actually only been up really for one year. Um, he, uh, you know, does a lot of charity events. He, you know, hangs out with kids. He, you will see him on the Avs social media channels with kids all the time. It's just who he is. It's, it's deeply ingrained in him. Uh, Joey Anderson, who signed with the Devils, he still um, messages my sons through my channels. Um, you know, so it, it's cool to have these connections. I mean, I remember back in 98 when you talk about the, the day with the cup, uh, Dallas Stars won it uh, against Buffalo in the uh, – the uh, hyped uh, foot in the crease scenario with Dominic Koshik. Um But Brett Hall brought the cup to Duluth. Um, I was running a restaurant across the street from the bar that his uh, buddies hung out at. And uh, I closed up the shop. I hear this bang, bang, bang on the picture glass window. And I look up and it's Brett Hall and Mike Bolt in the Stanley Cup. 
and they were they were wanting food. I just closed on the grill. I said, well, come on in. I'll put some stuff on for you, and uh, opened the place up. Him and his buddies. There's just a few guys, and, and I'm like, keep it keep it on the level. Let you guys in. We'll be good. Um, but I I make their food, and they ask, well, you know, what do you have to drink in here? There's no alcoholic beverages in there, and you know, and I said, well, I got a case of you know, half a case of Greek wine in the back from the church that hasn't picked it up yet. And he goes, well, grab three bottles. I'll pay you three times the price. You don't get fired. Open it up, corked it, and he goes, it's your place. You drink first. So here I am drinking from the Stanley Cup. Totally cool. <laughs> yeah. Two days later, Jamie, yeah, Jamie Langerbrunner is uh, celebrating with a cup, and he's tootling around with it on a jet ski with two life jackets around it so it doesn't float or doesn't sink to the bottom of the lake. Just cool, awesome. cool experiences. You played goalie, right? Uh, I didn't. Actually, I didn't play organized hockey much. I was, a, uh, I was kind of a uh, rink rat. Uh, I played more broom ball in college more than anything, but I do tend to gravitate uh, towards goalies. Um, yeah, I remember when we did the street hockey in Atlanta and we almost melted, but you you, were, you played goalie there. I guess that's where I got the impression you were a goaltender from. So. Yeah, I stood up, uh, stood on my head a few times making saves against you guys, although you had a wicked backhander if memory serves me, Mike. Yeah, I scored a hat trick, which doesn't say much because we were just flipping a ball on grass, but it was a blast. So. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm not mobile, but I can still shoot, I guess. Uh, there you go. We only have like five minutes. We only have like five minutes left, so uh, I guess we we need to switch over to to Sherman eighteen. So um, totally. Let, let's get that since that's the purpose of the show. So you've done it a yeah. few times, right? Uh, yeah. So yep. let's do the the obligatory like you know tip that people need. You know, and we've got shoes and wardrobe covered. So any other tips <laughs> about Chicago or Sherman National in general that you you want to share in, from your wisdom? Sure, sure. And I go about every couple of years. Um, Mary and Andrew uh, can only tolerate me that much. I'm just kidding. They, uh, um, it's it's fun. I I get to uh, to go and and reconnect with all my uh, my brethren on the blogging team. Um, you know, the one thing that I would tell people to do is if um, your company's sending you, uh, one thing that I've done, um, and my leaders really appreciate this, is I give them a list of the of the sessions, and I let them pick out one or two sessions that they want me to go to for sure. Because uh, granted, I'm covering a lot of different things. I'm I'm you know, posting on different topics. I'm meeting with vendors. I'm doing a variety. Of, I'm meeting attendees um, and finding out a lot, of, a lot about them and talking about that stuff. But I want to get what they want so I can bring back value to the team. Um, so if you're wondering if, if your boss is sending you to this conference and you're not sure what to, exactly what you want to go to, um, give the schedule to your, to your leader and say, hey, you know, you've been nice enough you know, hopefully to pony up some, some money to send me to this conference. What sessions would you like me to go to bring stuff back to the team? Um, I know my leaders appreciate that tactic. Um, don't worry about the shoes, the wardrobe. Um, it is going to be cold in the conference room, so come prepared, wear comfortable shoes. Okay, that stuff's done. Um, have fun. Make connections. Um, you know, don't be afraid to, uh, when you're standing in line for the uh, whatever wrap uh, sandwiches we have for lunch one day, to talk with the people around <laughs> you. Don't hang out with just the same friends the whole time. Um, one trick that I use, I bring an um, extension cord with multiple prongs because guess what? There's probably 15 to 20 other people that are in the same session with you that are, have their phone dying uh, on their lap. So if you plug in, you may make some new friends, make some new connections in either the same industries or different industries um, that you can uh, collaborate with or share ideas with down the road or ask advice from when you may need it later on. Um, I love the whole extension cord um, you know, piece that I do. Uh, it just opens up a new uh, world of connections. Um, go to go to events. Literally. Go back to your hotel. Um, there's a lot of events. Um, Jessica Miller Merrill uh, will be coming out with the uh, 
official, unofficial party list um, here this week, I think, uh, she mentioned. Um, go to some of the events. Go hang out with people. Let your hair down a little bit. Um, you don't have to go wild and crazy, although there are some. I have seen HR people dancing on tables. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but get out and have fun. It's not just work. Um, make connections. Um, and then when you go home, build upon those connections. It's not a high school yearbook that once a year you just go back and celebrate. You know, um, Maintain connections with other people throughout the year. So those are a couple ones. Um, go to content outside of your normal role. Um, the idea there is to build you as a professional. So if all you do is, if all you're in is talent acquisition, just go into talent acquisition sessions. Go to different ones that may stretch your um, professional knowledge a little bit. Um, you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to go all benefit sessions or whatever. Um, but go to something a little bit outside of your realm just to add to your toolkit a little bit. Um, you'll never, uh, you'll never uh, be unhappy with that when you do. Um, when you go see vendors, Meet with vendors beyond just the free swag uh, while they're okay with you taking the swag, but make a connection on stuff that you are genuinely interested in. They will appreciate it. Um, you may need it down the road. So take a look at that stuff. How's that? Yeah, and there, there, yeah it, it, I, I, th I think that was, that was a very concise and informative summary, and I love the, I love the, the, plug, the plug idea. It doesn't have to be an extension cord either. You, can get, you get a multi-plug uh, you know, power converter that has a couple USB ports and a couple of plugs. You can you don't have to carry like a long extension cord. There are other other power tools yep. out there. So, anyway, we're down to the last minute. So Josh, thanks uh, thanks for coming on the show. I guess thanks uh, for having me. Help, I know you're uh, you're you're absolutely uh, look forward to seeing you in, in less than a couple of weeks. Uh, tell folks your Twitter uh, Twitter handle and where else they might find you. You can find me on Twitter at at jrock96 j-r-o-c-k 96 uh obviously you can find me on the linkedin you can find me on facebook uh, i'm on all those channels um so hit me up if uh, you uh, want to connect or want to learn more on different variety of tools i'm happy to help thanks i uh i'm gonna go ahead and do a, a final thank you to, to clear company and then i'm gonna end the show josh i'll see you i'll see you in chicago on 17th or 18th or whatever day that sunday is all right see you in 13 days thanks man this podcast Take is care. sponsored by Clear Company. Clear Company is the world's fastest growing talent management platform, allowing companies to easily hire, retain, and engage A players. Visit clearcompany.com to sign up for a free demo. Thanks. This is Mike, and the show is over for today. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.